recording now hi everyone and welcome to episode nine of the therapeutic rainbow and i'm very happy to introduce the guest today is joe and joe and me have connected through linkedin and she's an emotional health practitioner so i'm very excited to hear all about what she has to offer so can you tell us a little bit more about who you are joe as I can. Um, thanks for having me. So my name is Jo and I work as an emotional health practitioner, which is just blending different roles into one. So my main kind of role is working as a school-based counsellor and that age group is at secondary school and sixth form, so 11 all the way up to 19 years old. And then on a different day of the week, I work as a family support worker okay. and that's at primary school. So I love that because you get to be a big kid and absolutely run around the playground and you also get to support the families which I think is the other kind of crucial part with supporting children themselves and then I have my my kind of freelance work which is for my own business called Flourish and that's delivering training to adults about mental health in, in children and young people going to schools and delivering workshops or school assemblies and then I've recently started this YouTube channel, um, which I haven't really got a clue what I'm doing, if I'm honest, but it seems to Brilliant. be going down pretty well. It's had over 25,000 views, so I can't be going. Amazing. I know. I can't be doing anything too wrong. But um, so, yeah, that's a bit about me. OK. And how have you found lockdown? Because you're a mummy as well. So how have you tried fitting it all in? And So I can't help but compared this lockdown this third lockdown to the first lockdown and the first lockdown was wonderful because I'm pretty certain that many of us can recall so I'm, I'm an Essex girl so here last spring and summer the weather was just gorgeous there was this sense of, of fun and kind of we could just spend time with our family without feeling guilty about having to go and see other members of the family or our friends. Absolutely. There was just this most amazing time and I knew everybody was safe. I knew everybody was well. It was brilliant. And then obviously the second lockdown came and obviously I know you and I work in school, so it didn't affect us. Yeah. Um, but this third lockdown is just tough. And I think it's tough for several reasons. The weather is a biggie. Yeah. The fact that there's so many people that are getting poorly or at least catching COVID that are closer to us now. Yeah. So, so much closer. So my husband's currently got COVID. Um, and then it's, I think this sense of structure from the school. So I've got little boy, Charlie, he's seven. Yeah. And what's great is there's this structure from his school with regards to having pre-recorded lessons on Teams or Zoom. And it's brilliant because they have got this sense of structure at home. But then I think the hardest thing for me as a parent who's still working, who's at a school, is that A, trying to keep up with him doing his schoolwork whilst working. Yeah. And at the same time, because I'm working at a school, even we're more structured. Yeah. So it just feels harder. It just feels more intense this time. So what does that do to your mental health? Do you find that you've struggled? What have you done to kind of look after yourself, really? So the self, the importance of self-care is, is so tricky, isn't it, though, Tasha? Because there's this feeling of what you need to do to feel good. Yeah. And for me, it's 
normally my my most important self-care thing would be to spend time with like my friends yeah and it would just be like a girl's night maybe wine or maybe a hot chocolate or maybe just like watching a movie like you know just with like three or four of your mates that would be my ultimate look forward pick yeah up. um equally it would be like a Sunday dinner around my mum's so it's really hard when you haven't got those things that you can tap into so for me I like to I'd like to say run but I think jog is a better suited word um <laughs> just get outside I think is my yeah. big thing um but then obviously when you've been at work and you come home and it's dark and it's miserable you then go outside and then you're feeling guilty that I'm not with Charlie or I'm not getting dinner ready or yeah. it's just really hard and I think that in a role where you know I, I speak to I don't know um I'd say it's about I'm in contact at least with 70 80 or kids each week yeah um it's really hard to to try to detach yourself from work at the moment because I know that so many of them are struggling yeah. with this lockdown so um yes having to ramp up the self-care and we moved just before Christmas so we're living out of boxes and just nothing feels organized right now so I think that that self-care and and just being kind to yourself and enjoying some good food or some chocolate or some ice cream and watching a movie is what we need to do the most sometimes and what about for the kids you work with so obviously most of my work is primary school but you've got a lot more kind of secondary school experience so what are you finding they're struggling with more or what are you finding that we can do to kind of support them because there'll be a lot of listeners that do have those older children so I think I love that question because there's so many aspects but there's so many people that contribute towards a a teenager you know towards a young person's life and it's not just the parents or the carers it's the the family network it's their friendships it's their their teachers their sense of a school community and I think that at the moment obviously this is going to be kind of aired maybe a little bit later than when we're recording it today but I think the biggest thing that we've got is that it's trying to keep the children engaged with regards to their online learning and whilst that's great and you know we're going to have different students and pupils that are going to kind of find online learning I think the hardest thing is to try and keep them engaged and to keep them going Um, and I feel that that's the same with us parents is that you know we're very keen as parents to want the best for our children but then it's also realizing what's the best for them and and I think this is where it's going to get I think it's going to be tough Um, and also kind of I did a YouTube video a few weeks ago and it was like it's good that we know that we're not going back to school until at least mid-February like that's really good to know because then at least there's some certainty with that and I think it's good because then children and these young people know that they've got to kind of set themselves up for this but equally we don't know when that day of returning to school is going to be and I think that it's actually going to be a lot harder on the parents this time which is which is where we've got to be careful because that can trickle down and our children can can sense that absolutely and I think they pick up on those emotions don't they I even know 
that for me the girls have been like oh well you go to work so we should be allowed to school go to school and it's getting them to understand yeah you can go to school on those three days when mummy's at work but then we do have to stay at home those other two days and kind of showing them without showing your fear I think you've hit it it's like I don't want to show you that I'm anxious or I'm trying to also fit in a million other things while you're here because they're my admin days and I'm trying to give you the time and I'm trying to give you the space and yeah as you say it's getting that balance right and it's hard and I and I do think that you know obviously working at a school and I've got my one of my best friends is a teacher and and when you're in the a school and you're in the staff room you can really hear the conversations and I know it's hard for teachers I know that they're having to teach at their home you know and I get that that's hard equally it's hard for parents because there's parenting has changed I think that's my biggest thing at the moment is that we really need to stop and realize that parenting the role of the parent now in spring 2021 is not the same as it was in spring 2018 like parenting is changing and I think that that is one thing as we approach spring that we have got to realize is different yeah it is is big time different I think that's huge and I think it's a real realization to everybody out there that it's got to be different and what you did uh, even yesterday might not work tomorrow and what you did especially when life was normal Mm -hmm. because I was only saying someone the other day even when we're all vaccinated we're still going to remember this for quite a while and we're still going to be picking up the pieces from this in a year's time so it's about kind of being open to that and yeah exactly as you say and I don't know if you ever when you watch tv but you can tell what was recorded like pre-covid like you know when you're yeah. watching the film and you're like oh my gosh they're shaking hands yeah oh my gosh well, they wouldn't be allowed to do that today would they yeah or, going you know watching a program when they're in the supermarket without their masks on and without there being lines everywhere to keep distance like gosh it's just not the same and I think that that's what we've got to try and embrace and I I understand it's hard and I feel like even with my own well-being I had COVID back in December and I moved house and and I I kind of I don't know, just as an example, I lost weight through COVID because I lost my sense of smell and taste. Yeah. And it was just really hard to to eat when you didn't fancy food. Like it was as simple as that. Um, and it's just trying to get better from, from that. And, it, and it's yeah. tough when we have to look after ourselves when we're almost, and it's not busy. It's, it's, it's more than busy at the moment it's it's hectic it's it's rushed it's it's not for me it's not that first lockdown put it that way (laughs) oh absolutely yeah well as as we're recording I am sat in my car (laughs) I love that the the busyness of life and but it's knowing that I need to manage that and kind of just thinking and I was saying before we started recording I'm doing all these recordings while I can while the girls are at school because I want to give them the time and I want to help, although they're only five, so homeschooling isn't probably as bad as it is for older children. Yeah, imagine the teenagers. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. their work? I don't even understand it myself. So you imagine being a parent trying to guide your your child or your yeah. children, like through that. That's... And as you say, it's going back to that parenting is different. You didn't sign up to be a parent 
to do all the other jobs as well and it's taking that teacher as well and and if we're, we're honest you know if you wanted to become a teacher you know you need to to go and get your degree in in your, your subject or you know and then you need to to go to your, your teacher training school um to to train to become a teacher and but i think i don't know about your friend but i know my friends that are a teacher and a parent they then put the added pressure on them oh because gosh, they yes. think they oh no i should be able to do this yeah I be able to, yeah i've got one particular friend at the moment who he says that he's got patience for all of his pupils at his school but he lacks the patience for his own two children and it's because it's different and it, and it is different but it's just having to take and, and this is my biggest tip that I'm giving my my school my my school kids is that sense of let's just take each day at a time let's just take each week at a time and I think that's the, the most important thing that we can do is just do that and I kind of I think that's why I wanted to do that YouTube channel is just because it's just trying to at least offer those kids that support if and when they need it so is the YouTube channel for the kids or for the parents so it's for the for the kids themselves so it's um created to children and young people that are between the ages of 10 and 19 okay and it's a channel that isn't about isn't about my story of mental health there's there's so many channels out there there's so many resources about you know my mental health and my story no kids don't need to know that they just need to have a professional telling them you know so there's different topics so one topic is are you addicted to your mobile phone so there I am explaining about you know social media the power of social media and actually how it can be really addictive but then it's almost the most important bit is to encourage them to better help themselves so each video has a different topic so we've there's nearly 50 now so um, there's bereavement um, ways to find motivation um, top tips to build resilience um, top tips with exam kind of mock exams yeah. which is obviously a bit different now um, and then it's just kind of grown and yeah it's had over twenty five thousand views amazing yeah I'm not going to lie to you I would never have imagined doing it it was all because I did a keynote presentation up in Leeds and somebody there was these three people afterwards that said you know you should be reaching out more than your six kids at school each day and I, I thought nothing of it I mentioned it to my sister and thought nothing more of it and then she rang up just before we went into the first lockdown and was just like if you're ever going to do it now's the time no, that's exactly the same with the podcast it's like yeah. if I don't do it now if Never I don't will. go for it I won't yeah. and I said to my friend like literally the day I set it up I'm gonna do a podcast and they were like okay I was like no no I'm gonna do it can you help me sort out some cover art and I just launched it and I remember sending a message to them later and going I've done it and they were like no no you were just talking about it Tasha I was like no no I've done, done it, it. <laughs> love it yeah brilliant I think sometimes you have to um there's a quote in life you only wait there in life you only regret the choices you never made or you never took and I think that's so important because in life we do only look back sometimes and regret those those chances that we never took and it's yeah and if even if it's for the here and now for for me personally even if the YouTube channel is just to get the kids through the pandemic 
which is all I see it as, then awesome. Like just even if it's kind of just for the next few months, awesome. It's, if it's helping people in the here and now, then that's the most important thing. So um, yeah, and the channel's called Flourish. Okay, so thinking about that then, I ask all the guests at the end of the podcast, if you were to have one thing in your pot of gold at the end of our your rainbow, what would it be? What's your biggest tip to families and children out there? I would love, that is tough, Tasha, that is tough. Um, I've got two, so I'm going to, which one do I go with? You can have two. I'll can I you. have two? Okay. Yeah. Um, so my, my first one is I would love for each and every child to grow up in a, an environment where they feel loved, valued yeah. and secured. Because I think that if we can provide that to our children at a young age and they grow up and they feel that they're enough and they feel that they're worthy and they feel that they, they have a voice, then I think that that will allow them to have that, that kind of set them off on an easier kind of step. And my second one, because I'm greedy and I'm really sorry, is just, just to reduce the stigma associated with, with mental health and to know that parents and um, professionals children teenagers that it's okay to have those down days and it's it's okay when when life's tough but it's not okay if you're not prepared to do anything about it and that actually sometimes we need to reach out for help and it's taking that step of of, of asking for help that is one thing that will could save your life or could at least make your life a lot easier absolutely Thank you. And thank you very much for coming on. And so people can find you on YouTube at Flourish. Is that right? Flourish. Where yeah, else can flourish. they find you? Um, so LinkedIn. And yeah. then um, I'm not very good with social media. So just LinkedIn. Alternatively, um, the website is weareflourish.co.uk. Okay, I'll put on all the links in the show notes if I can work out that technological side. So as I said, thank you very much for coming. And just to let the listeners know, next week we'll be speaking to Jane. And Jane is an author of a book which she's written, which is all about exploring children's feelings through the world of poems and stories. So we look forward to speaking to her there. So thank you very much for coming again. And I will speak to you soon. Thank you, everyone. Take care for now. Bye. Bye.